Welcome to Under the Water Tower, a production of Fellowship Baptist Church, located in Marble Falls, deep in the beautiful Texas Hill Country. Join Fellowship's staff and leadership while they explore, study, and discuss Bible passages. Here are your hosts, pastors Joni Wallach, Misty Grimm, Daryl Fishbeck, and lead pastor Dr. Jamie Greening. So this is the last podcast for Isaiah that we have this semester, and it is probably the one I've I've never been as underprepared for a podcast as I am for this one. I usually come in with books, uh, flannel graphs, uh, all kinds of things that I bring in uh, to help me puppets, puppets, uh, popsicle sticks. I mean, mm-hmm. you, all the things that it, chapstick, it, all the stuff that you need to to work through. Uh, but the reason why is this is more of a bonus episode um, because this is the catch-all. We have only scratched the surface just of, of s- most of the material that you'll find in the book of Isaiah. But we we just wanted to just grab some of this, and we brought some help in with this. So uh, Fishbeck, of course, is here. He's been I'm singing. Uh, Joni's here. I'm here. And now, is your Jeep here today? My Jeep is here today. Do you feel whole? I do feel whole. And it was only 85 driving in today, so that was really now, nice. For those who may be listening in other parts of the world, is 85 the speed you were traveling? <laughs> yes. No, Jeeps don't go 85. They don't? No. Okay. They're shaped like a brick. They don't go very fast. Is that a selling point? <laughs> nope. There's no. no selling points for <laughs> Jeeps. Uh so it's 85 degrees coming in. It's still pretty warm here. It's supposed to be like 102 today. Right. But 85 was really cool, though. And we're recording this on September 6th. When you watch, when you listen to it, watch when you watch it. <laughs> when you listen to it, it may be like October or November. So just remember it was summer. Uh, and then we have Misty with us here today. Yay! Are you happy? I'm happy. She just recorded a yeah. reel a moment ago to go yes. on the Facebooks of us in this moment. Yes. And then the special guest is Kelly Trapane. Hello! Thank you for having me. Her and her happy hands are here with us today. (laughs) You Uh, might want to explain that. (laughs) Well, Kelly, if if you were to tie her hands behind her back, she would not be able to speak. That's very true. I speak Um, with my hands. And she does. Which is great for a podcast, by the way. Everybody can see that. (laughs) Jazz hands. My jazz hands. Just know I've got jazz hands going. We're going to have to move to a YouTube channel. (laughs) We may actually have to move to a YouTube channel. So the. So what we're doing is just grabbing some of these, and I've got a list, right? So who who wants to just grab the one that appeals to you the most of the, of the things that we got all kinds of stuff on here? We don't have to take them in numerical order, or is there something we, we didn't put on here that you want to talk about, Isaiah? Well, it doesn't. I don't know that it goes further than this quick reference I'm going to make, but um, <laughs> 118, Come Let Us Reason. I think maybe in one of our f- second or third podcast, I referenced that this is a song that's in our hymnal that I believe Ken Miedema wrote. We had this discussion. Mm. We, we referenced it and then moved on. But um, that, yeah, that's a song. So I don't know if we want to talk about what Come Let Us Reason means. Come Let Us Reason. He's, he's um, so chapter one is uh, a powerful diatribe against Judah. He is just ripping into his people. So let's see. Let's kind of pick up a... Oh. Verse 5 of chapter 1. Why will you still be struck down? Why will you continue to rebel? The whole head is sick and the whole heart faint. From the sole of the foot even to the head, there is no soundness in it. But bruises and sores and raw wounds, they are not pressed out or bound up or softened with oil. 
Your country lies desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. He just, it, it's all because of their rebellious mm-hmm. ways, which mm-hmm. is painting the picture of the, the enemy, uh, most likely the Assyrians have come in and done all this horrible damage to them, and he's saying it's your fault. Be, yeah, he's confronting them. So you put this in the in the context of the earlier podcast with Hezekiah, when they're when the, the barbarians are at the gate, so to speak. It also sounds like day four of youth camp. <laughs> <laughs> the barbarians come to mind uh, for sure. For so sure. the <laughs> that's great. The, um, the the problem there is that they're 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 being attacked, and so. The come let us reason is where he gets to a selling point. He says, all this is true. You know this is true. And he says, but come, listen to reason. Though your sins be as scarlet, right, they shall be as white as snow. You can be forgiven. You can make all this go away if you will change your pattern of life. Um, that's the come I love how he reason. says come now. Like, don't wait. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're already this deep into it. Right, there's come, an urgency there. Come now. Mm-hmm. Let mm-hmm. us reason together. Because, you, you know, even though Lord, he's sovereign and he's all-powerful and mighty, I love it here that it says let us reason mm-hmm. together because it's it's a cooperation. And he's appealing to their mind, mm-hmm. right? Let us think this through. Because what he's been doing is hammering them in like verse right. 16. So, uh, right above the 118, wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, mm-hmm. remove the evil of your deeds from before my eyes, cease to do evil, learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless, plead the widow's cause. The classic mm-hmm. prophetic call, right? the, the, the fatherless, the widow, um, those who are oppressed, you need to check out on these people. Well, and it's mm-hmm. like he's, he's saying, stop and think for a minute and and that makes me think of how in in a lot of situations um in church worlds and things um we can be devoid of emotion and we can be so stuck in our beliefs and our orthodoxy that there's no empathy but on the flip side we can be so caught up in the emotion of things of either the shame of it the guilt the fear or um you think of um, classic invitations where I surrender all mm-hmm. is playing for mm-hmm. 18 That's what verses. I was say. It's and like an the, invitation. And then, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it just it creates a, and it's like he's saying, okay, stop for a second. Let's set some things down and let's use our brains for a minute and let's, let's think through this rationally and put some, and practically, what should it look mm-hmm. like? What should it be? And, and when, you, when you dig that even further in, in the context of J- Judah's condemnation here in chapter one, so he tells them earlier, see your conversation, about I surrender all. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he hammers them with like verse 13, bring no more vain offerings. Incense is an abomination to me. Uh, verse 11, I've had enough of burnt offerings of rams, of the fat of well-fed beasts. I do not delight in the blood of bulls or of lambs or of goats. Sounds like that Psalm, sounds Psalm, 51. Very Psalm 51. <laughs> very Psalm 51. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- this this um, stop worshiping. That, that's literally what he's mm-hmm. saying. Stop worshiping, and let's talk about the way you're behaving. And what I would like to point out is the, the classic prophetic seek justice, the widow, the orphan. That's not where we go. Mm-hmm. When, the, when, when today's, I guess, evangelical or, 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 or a Protestant church, when we think about these people got to get right with God. Mm-hmm. 
we go to sexual sin, we go to um, uh, violence perhaps, which are all, I'm not trying to water those down. Those are issues. The but, sins that everyone else is doing and not me. Right. But he, he's talking about injustice, mm-hmm. oppression, the widow. Um, the, we did, uh, Come, let us reason. Come now, mm-hmm. let us reason. And let's have a conversation about why God's upset with you. Yeah. And it's because you're not treating people right. right. Yeah. It's not about your lust or your mm-hmm. greed. Excuse me, it's not about your lust or um, or who you're um, necessarily um, coveting. It's it's the, the real harm you're doing to other people. It makes me think of Jesus condemning the Pharisees and calling them whitewashed tombs. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you look really good on the outside, so you think, but mm-hmm. the inside is evidencing that. And sometimes we get so wrapped up in, in our sin that we find ourselves justifying it. Right, you know, I'm doing this because. I have. What are you doing? I have. What are you doing wrong, Misty? (laughs) Misty, what are you doing wrong? Go ahead. I'll have to tell y'all later. (laughs) But and so here he's, you know, he's calling them out, like you know, and showing them what they're doing Mm -hmm. because in their minds, I don't think they really feel like what they're doing is that bad. Yeah. No, because they're continuing to worship, Mm -hmm. right? We're bringing the sacrifices. and It's hollowed out. There's nothing there, but in their mind. You might use New Testament. There's a form of godliness, but there's no power. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going through the motions. And if if there's any condemnation that we would have for our own people today, it is we're doing the same things. Mm -hmm. We build the buildings. We go through the motions. We have the worship. We have the mega pastors. We have the mega conferences. We have all the technology. We do the stuff. It looks right, but we're really not... It we're, we're not correcting yeah. bad behavior in terms of oppression. What's the heart? We, we need to work on who, who is being oppressed by the church, mm-hmm. by Christians, by our um, the affinity groups, mm-hmm. by our nation. Uh, who is being uh, uh, dealt a bad justice? Mm-hmm. Uh, who is being ignored? Uh, why, why is it that in this nation there are so many people who live below the poverty line. Mm-hmm. And why is it so many of them are women mm-hmm. raising children by themselves? Mm-hmm. Now, you can talk about all the things that lead there, right? Right. And, and it always it gets, it gets my dander mm-hmm. up when you start talking about that situation. The first thing people say is, well, consequences uh, to their actions. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. but that, okay, fine. That doesn't fix things. It d- d- <laughs> does not relieve <laughs> you of the responsibility. No. There's a kid over here, yeah. you know, who lives in poverty. This is not... And, and so these things, um, Isaiah mm-hmm. would have a hard time with gentrification and red lines mm-hmm. and um, the the issues that, that dominate so much of the economics mm-hmm. of our time. Yeah. I, I, my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. It sounds a lot, too, like when you're dealing with a kid that will obey but just doesn't do it, like, how you think they should. So you're like. That's not really what I meant. You're doing all of the right actions, but there's nothing behind it. or There's nothing in the heart. There's nothing in the heart. Yeah. What's that old pastor joke about? Um, oh, how did it go? There was a all, kid. All jokes are old pastor well, jokes. Well, was, it, was it a <laughs> Old pastor or the joke's old? The both, probably. Yes. <laughs> yes, where the kid was, was told to, to sit down, and he didn't want to sit down, and finally he was made to sit down. And he said, well, I'm sitting down on the outside, but I'm standing up on the inside. Right, <laughs> right. So, and I brought my NRSB today, and it says, "Come now, let us argue it out." And I think Ooh. that's interesting. Yeah, I think don't the Jews. Jews. I brought my NRSV today. I'm ready. Put the gloves on. <laughs> and weren't the Jews 
historically better at this where they might take a passage and I, I've heard this phrase, correct me if I'm wrong, they call it turning the jewel or turning the diamond where, where they would take a passage and they would have discourse or discussion mm -hmm. about it and allowed disagreement or different perspectives. Whereas a lot of times we have churches and we're like, this is what we believe. And if you don't believe this, you're not one of us. And it, uh, I don't think our church, I think we're good at allowing, we have a very diverse group of people, mm -hmm. but well, um, we do have a litmus test on your view of bananas. <laughs> your litmus test is wrong. It's a problem. I have broken fellowship with many people over their poor <laughs> view of when a banana the should be. The one I had today was cutting it close, and you would have thought was still not Green. even ready. <laughs> Don't throw away bananas. Bring them to me. Br bring me your bananas. Bring me your brown, bring bruised. Me your, bring, bring me your broken. Bananas. Bring me your oppressed. Your oppressed Banana. bananas are welcomed here. <laughs> bring me your tired <laughs> and poor, your tired. huddled masses, your huddled bananas yearning huddled to bunches. be free. <laughs> oh, my soul. All right, well, we've hit one topic. we got, what, nine others listed well, here. Well, I, I don't know that we have exhausted this completely. Kelly, you are quiet and I am quiet. Um, yeah. So I've actually have thought about this many, you know, I've been marinating on this. The, I really, I agree with Misty that, um, I really don't think that they, I, I really don't know that they understood that they were doing anything wrong. Kind of like that kid who wanted to stand up. I just want to stand up. I don't think I'm doing, I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. I don't think I'm in the way. I would just want to stand up. And they don't understand that. So he's really having to call them out. I love, love that, um, your translation, Joni, where it says, let's argue it out. I like that. I like that there, there could have been some dialogue there if um, someone had actually been willing to listen. But that red, that scarlet, that, that the sin is very visible, that it can, but that it can go away, that it can be forgiven, it can be washed out. So when does the, because Isaiah is bringing a condemnation against a group of people, mm. right? You well, people, the Lord is, Judah. Well, mm -hmm. yes, okay, the mm -hmm. I, I agree the Lord, but Isaiah is the mouthpiece for it. Yes. And he's bringing the condemnation uh, and, the, and the challenge to a group of people, right. you people, yeah. right? You Israelites, you, you guys, you, there is you, you no, no better fighting. There is no better fighting words than you people. You people. You start a sentence with mm -hmm. you people, and that's and those. People. That's it. You, <laughs> you guys. We need to work this. Out. All the things you're doing wrong. Turn the turn the sound machine off. Close down the PowerPoint. Let us reason this out together, as a, as a, as a group. But is there a place in here for the individual application? Because when this passage is preached, especially in our tradition, it is an individual, you as a person mm -hmm. have individual sin, though your sin be as scarlet, it can be as white as snow. Uh, and so you need to repent of your sin, or like the very next verse here, verse 20, you're going to come to no good end. And so then you preach, Christ, him crucified, his blood to wash over your iniquities. And if you don't, then you're not going to come to good end, which would be the uh, hellfire and damnation. Mm -hmm. Is there a place in here for that? I mean, that's a very fundamentalist um, message. Let's we'll see why not. I mean, yeah. because so much of Isaiah has such layered meanings. Mm -hmm. And then if you take the Old Testament and you see Israel collectively and they represent 
New Testament Christians or maybe New Testament churches and we talk about a personal relationship with God because of you know the cross and so much has changed I, I, I don't think I don't have a problem so seeing it that way so if you turn this jewel though to use your phraseology that you borrowed from somewhere else um, if you turn <laughs> this ju- you turn this jewel a little bit we see what you did right there somewhere else. <laughs> so, so, so you, you look at it um, there is the the individual application for repentance uh, but Judah are already in covenant relationship with God. They're not having a, um, a transformation. They're having a recommitment. Mm-hmm. So now you preach this idea, or you, you talk about this idea. Well, now you got a Billy Graham crusade going to, on. To the unconverted, see your lifestyle without Jesus is ruining you, destroying you and those around you. You're, you're on fire. There's no good thing happening. The enemy's at the gates. You're, you know, you're morally bankrupt. But also then the appeal to the person who perhaps has been following the Lord for decades, but they have slid away. And they're singing the praise songs mm-hmm. like crazy, mm-hmm. but their heart is just full of sin. This, this the power, of, and this is the opening chapter, right? Yeah. This is how he starts. Mm-hmm. He does not start. With Isaiah six mm-hmm. in the year that King Uzziah died, right. I saw the Lord with all the mm-hmm. all the all the wonderful image. No, no, he doesn't start with the call. He starts with you, you people. people. <laughs> <laughs> you people are ruining mm-hmm. everything. I, I I don't know if this is uh, applies. I feel like it does. But one of my peeps was petted yesterday, pretty pretty severely. Easy there, boy. <laughs> and um, we live in Texas, and people have big trucks with big trailer hitches. Mm. And extenders to put their hitch on. And it's needed. It's necessary. I get it. But I went to the gym. And as does in a lot of places, people with these big trucks and these hitches, they back in mm-hmm. so as not to be out in the lane that in the parking not true. lot. Go ahead. What's not true? It's not true that they back in so they're not Okay, in the why lane. are they backing in? You back in because if you don't, because I did drive a big truck for a long time. If you don't, you can't a lot of times back out to get to to get out of your spot okay so if you don't back in then sometimes your chances of getting out later are gone okay well then that makes Mm -hmm. sense either way the problem is what a lot of people that do this don't realize is in certain situations i've seen this at the gym and i've seen it at the courthouse in blanco is they cover up half to three quarters of the sidewalk Mm-hmm. And either a normal person comes along and busts their shin on it, or I had draw t- brought to my attention disabled people. Right. If you're in a wheelchair, right. or someone commented on a post I made about this, said they had a, a, a friend whose husband was blind, and they didn't catch mm. it with their stick mm. and oh. smash the tarnations out of their leg. Mm-hmm. So my point being is there is this pandemic epidemic of sinfulness in these people who drive these big trucks. I'm trying to tie it together here. Um, that... For whatever reason, they're doing good. They think they're doing good, but they're creating a whole other issue. And I feel like it's a collective issue as well as an individual issue. And there are some who are going to be like, oh, I didn't even know. I wasn't even aware that I'm doing this. I repent. And then others may be like, well, tough. You know, it's my truck. I can do what I want. Given given the truck people I have met in this world, none of them are going to repent. Well, they're uh, going to Thanks, Jamie. They're going to say, you're just a snowflake, weak person. Get over it. You should drive a big truck, too. That's what they're going to say. And if you don't, then get over it. Well, I will say this. I did. 
they could just take out their hitches. I mean, like that would really that solve that. Something that that someone commented, but it's still you've got the bumper and then they got those little extenders for the the hitch to go into that but stick out too. Sometimes if big people, big, big people. people, big people, people that drive big trucks don't back all the way up, then people who drive little mm. cars can't even get down bec- down the. I know, road. and mm-hmm. my point. In the context of when I brought this up on social media, I'm somewhere. trying to find a place where this connects to Isaiah. I We're re- going to argue <laughs> it out, okay? I, I love, I love where this is going because your frustration is real. I, you because guys, I wish you guys could see this issue was something I addressed on social media as a collective problem because I see it all over. I see it mm-hmm. at HEB. I see it in, in Blanco. I see it uh, at the gym yesterday. That literally, I was trying to walk on the sidewalk and there was this much space and I couldn't do this. So I felt like calling out, there was three specific trucks that had done this. There was no way to use the sidewalk. Did you write notes and put them on the windshield? No, I went to social media and and, and, <laughs> and called out this group of people very gently. Did you, did you take a picture and of the truck with I the did. license plate? No, oh, I did. didn't do the license plate. But And so I, there was another guy who parked. Make this person famous. There was another guy who parked over the curb, behind the trash can, completely out of the way. So he was like, he gets it. It's, yeah. it's possible to see that my actions have consequences that affect others. But when you do this out of habit, out of habit, sometimes I think you can be stuck maybe like the people of Israel and not realize. Judah. Well, Judah, sorry, the, <laughs> that their choices and the things that they're doing have consequences that affect other people and potentially them. Cause a lot of people commented that live all over different places in, in America that, uh, you can get fined for it. Um, that there are signs but about not it. A, not a police a officer in this state going to write a fine. No, for that. not in Texas. This one was in West Virginia and one was somewhere else that commented on this. So anyway, I just uh, I, I needed to vent, but also you feel better? I, I, I think that maybe that was the frustration Isaiah felt. I'm, I'm relating to Isaiah here. I feel his. <laughs> he I felt feel impressed. His so Isaiah wrote <laughs> chapter one. We had a a, a busted <laughs> shin from <laughs> truck hitches from a Hezekiah's oversized <laughs> truck hitch. No, that's that's possible. That'll preach. Right there no. <laughs> no, i don't know not I w- here i will East say Texas. it is a jerk face move to to block the sidewalk completely. I, if you if you don't realize you do it and you're like oh, my, oh no i didn't see this i completely fine with that it's that's why i'm not like angry and assuming yeah. everyone who does this has evil intent it's but then there are other ones Nazi. like you said are gonna be like <laughs> i don't care deal with it snowflake do you want me to make you some cards that you can stick on people's trucks? Maybe. <laughs> okay, I can do that. Can you put your name on it? No, false. <laughs> I'll put Kelly's name on there. All right, I feel better. <laughs> no, I'm not sure what I just witnessed. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> <just> for <laughs> I need my popcorn. My therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure and make that check out for, to pay for your therapy before Darryl, you leave today. Darryl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, well, 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 let's put this over here for a moment. I got one more thing that's actually textually me connected. Too. Oh, good. You want to go first? You want me to go first? You go first. Okay. So mine is the color. That's a huge part of this passage because um, I had a, a friend of mine who was black point out to me the tendency in American mm. Christianity that black means sin mm. and that uh, white means uh, cleanliness. Mm-hmm. But here, and, and he pointed out most of the Bible actually, black is not sin. Mm-hmm. It's red. scarlet. Red is sin. Red is sin. Um, and that's a, you know, ooh, that, that, uh, that'll punch your prejudices mm-hmm. right there because we, we just yeah. always assume. I'm sure all of us remember the, the prayer, bracelets, the, the bracelets. Yeah. 
black, mm-hmm. the color black on that was always your sin. And maybe that's just darkness, like without the light. I don't know. I, I maybe, but I, I do think it's yes. But again, to use it and not realize right. to have someone say, "Hey, hold on," that affects yeah. people right. like us when right. you use that. Uh, I understand the the darkness in, in the Johannan way. Jo- John uses light and dark and right, pure right. good and evil, but um, it just strikes me as. Isaiah's he 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 knows the color black, mm-hmm. but he doesn't choose that. He mm-hmm. chooses scarlet, which has wow. That's think about that color. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's scar? That's like a wound that's infected and festering. Yeah. That's the color of scar. Though your sin mm-hmm. be a scar, mm-hmm. though it's a festering wound that's got runs on it, right? Mm-hmm. You know the, that, that infection deep, thing. That Ooh, that's what he's talking about. Well, I you think. can take it further too and think about murder. And what's on your hands when you've murdered somebody? Blood, it's blood, yeah, and yeah. blood is red. It is scarlet, and it does not wash out. Um, from lady, what, from lady, what I've heard, Lady Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> from what Watch I've your heard. back, John. <laughs> There's no confessions now, <laughs> Kelly. And the one time it it, it didn't come out. <laughs> So now I wear gloves. And you think about who can use those kind of dyes. Like it's the rich people too. Yeah. It's not. It's not the oppressed. It's not the orphan. It's not the widow. But who's using those, like physical dyes? Mm-hmm. It would yeah. be you know the rich people or the the Your people that is. are. Yes, I, I, taking that, advantage. That's mm-hmm. a take on the color I hadn't thought about. That though your sin be a scarlet because they're wearing the really expensive clothing. Mm-hmm. Your skin, mm-hmm. your sins hanging around your neck. Mm-hmm. Right. That's mm-hmm. an interesting thought mm-hmm. process. Misty, what were you? Yeah, what was yours? I was just going to say the, the come now, let us reason together. Um, you know, and, and this is like we talked about an invitation, right? And just the reason together, you know, God's reason is always going to be better than our reasoning, you mm-hmm. know? And so if we relate that back to ourselves, if we know these things, then, then why do we still continue to live in our sin? You know, mm, lean not on your own understanding. It's not just because, you know, we're robots. He could make us do whatever. You know, we have free will. And we have choice. But we continue to live in that even though he offers us this invitation. And then we know his grace. We know the other side of it. But we still continue to just live there. Where I have to work at that, I think you're right, this, this invitation. Mm-hmm. And Isaiah calls it. Right? Isaiah brings it out. He's very clear. I don't know if it's a generational thing. It's a Gen Xer. I have a real hard time trying to pin someone down and saying, yeah. you need to respond right now. Yeah. I, I want to I want to be, you know what, here's the information. Do with it what you want. Live and let live. Mm-hmm. I'll be in my office if you want to talk. But Isaiah, come yeah. now. Let us argue this mm-hmm. out. The, the moment is now. And I, I don't know if I do a good enough job on that kind of thing of pressing the issue with yeah. individuals like I should. Mm-hmm. I think there's the other side of that where we've seen that pressure be used um, wrongly. And so I think we, we back away from that. Well, and it's time, right? We want people to do it in our time. You know, you're going down a bad road. You need to change and you need to change now. You know, and I think when we, it's um, spirit led, then it's going to happen as it's supposed to happen. And it can happen for some people in that moment. Well, it can happen for some people years later. I mean, we don't know. But, yeah, I think the timing, mm-hmm. we try to take that on ourselves, and it's not always the right time. And I think that's why people uh, question maybe a decision they made for their faith is because it was rooted in fear. What happens if you leave today and you die in a car wreck mm-hmm. and you go and burn in hell? And, oh, mm-hmm. oh gosh, I don't want to do that. And so you, it's like, 
come have this personal relationship with Jesus based on fear of, yeah. you know, you're going to die and go to hell or something like that. And and so it, it, it gets, like you're saying, then it gets pushed to the other where I think you get a lot of pastors that want a, a force an issue or, or head count an that, invitation or something mm-hmm. like that. That reminds so. me of that old term, it would be fireproof. Um, was that one of the other ones yeah. that fire I remember? Insurance. Fire, fire insurance. I remember hearing those terms growing up in some churches. Come let us reason. Mm-hmm. But I love verse 19. It says, if you're willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. And I just, I love. But verse 20, if you rebel. But if you rebel, true. But verse 19, like, it's like, if this is, you know, like, it's it's on you. It's not like, here I am. I, I agree with that. So he's 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 bringing the hard bargain. Come let us come now. Let us reason. You guys have really messed everything up. Uh, but then he's, it's one of those. If you do this, it will be good. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I'm hesitant to say that as well. I don't mm-hmm. want to promise anyone. If you give your heart to Jesus, your life's going to turn into nothing but rainbows and unicorns. Because mm-hmm. that's not been my experience. Not, right, that's right. not experience of anyone who grows in the Lord. Now, it will be good in the sense of eternal life, mm-hmm. and and it also is good in peace and purpose in this existence but it's not going to fix all your problems mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of problems we got lots of problems in this world and one of them is time allotment uh, we have reached the 30 minute marker in this podcast and we've only covered one of nine <laughs> so we're gonna take a little break uh, kelly's going to give us some good information on the in-between buffer and pre-recorded we'll kelly not Pre- present kelly pre-recorded <laughs> kelly, kelly. Uh, will give us some information on the buffer and then we'll come back and, and pick one or two of these to talk about you are listening to under the water tower a ministry of fellowship baptist church located in marble falls we would love for you to join us for worship visit our website for worship times at fmf.life do you have questions or suggestions on future topics for under the water tower we would love to hear them. Send us an email to office at fmf.life. If you like what you hear and would like to support this ministry, visit fmf.life slash give. That's fmf.life slash give. We had an informal poll taken amongst the five of us, and we decided that we wanted to go to heaven. Um, it was unanimous. Uh, Fishbeck was on the fence a little bit about about the the, the logistics of it. He kept asking why, um, but we decided <laughs> we want to go to heaven. And by that, we're going to skip over some other things and move to the what I I just kind of refer to as Isaiah's vision of a new heaven and a new earth in Isaiah sixty five. We might want someone to read that for us. Joni's always good at that. Joni's very good. Kelly hasn't even been with us the whole time. I think it's her turn. It seems unfair, though, to make her do that because we've all talked about how difficult it is to just do. Just like gain verses. She well, just doesn't like the version of, of my. It's not the it's not the <laughs> verses or the version. It's the the cross-eyed thing you have to do to be able to read it. Well, I definitely don't have that mastered. Can I do it out of NRSV? I was about to say, she's going to bring her fighting Bible today. Her so. fighting Bible. Her argue Bible. Joni Wallach and the fighting Bibles. Mm-hmm. The, um, yeah, no, the NR- NRSV is a fine translation of Scripture. It's very academic, very well respected. I like it. What is, what are, never mind, we'll ask, I'll ask later. <laughs> ask it now, ask it now. So what are the main differences between ESV and NRSV? So an N is different than an E, and so the N begins the NRSV, and so the E begins the ESV. 
This is where wow. I'd look at the youth and say, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so <coughs> the ESV. Bless your heart. The, the, they're both very academically well done. The ESV will work to hold um, more antiquated language in places. Uh, it wants to, it, it's, it's the grandchild of the King James Version. That's the best way of understanding the ESV. Um, the, the NRSV works more at a dynamic equivalent. The NIV does that too, uh, where it's looking for not just what it says, but what it means. Whereas mm-hmm. the ESV is going to give you more uh, a, a faithful rendering of actually what it says, not making those choices. Of course, the one that makes the most choices is like the, N- the, the New Living Bible, mm-hmm. right? You know, be that thing will always go commentary. <laughs> it, it wants to tell you what to think about it. Mm-hmm. Us uh, is the message. That one is. <coughs> the message is just hippie. That, mm-hmm. that's, uh, I, I love Eugene Peterson. Uh, I think that his books on pastoring are amazing. The, the message translation is very wrapped up in 1960s, early 1970s hippy-dippy language. And so, so you have to read it that way. And, and and if you are that, that's maybe that's why it speaks to your soul. Maybe if you read it while you're wearing bell bottoms, that might help. <laughs> I don't know. I have bell bottoms. Well, why maybe. don't you read the passage Let's Isaiah go. 65, <laughs> um, 17 through 25? Here we go. <clears throat> For I'm about to create new heavens and a new earth. The former things shall not be remembered or come to mind, but be glad and rejoice forever in what I am creating. For I'm about to create Jerusalem as a joy and its people as a delight. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and delight in my people. No more shall be the sound of weeping, but be heard in it or the cry of distress. No more shall there be in it an infant that lives but a few days or an old person who does not live out a lifetime. For one who dies at a hundred years will be considered a youth, and one who falls short of a hundred years will be considered accursed. They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For like the days of the tree, of a tree shall the days of my people be, and my chosen shall be long and enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain or bear children for calamity, for they shall be offspring blessed by the Lord and their descendants as well. Before they call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox, but the serpent, its food shall be dust. They shall not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountains, says the Lord. So that's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you read it well mm-hmm. in beautiful NRSV mm-hmm. language. By the time we get finished with these podcasts, I'm going to learn how to read. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it might happen. That's all of us, Joni. All of us so, have had a hard time. Uh, uh, this makes me emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and um, it's pastoral. And it's pastoral because it doesn't just say, we're going to get to heaven and it's going to be great. Isn't that wonderful? It's rooted in actual pain mm-hmm. here. The, the language about no more will an infant only live a few days and then die. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just because <clears throat> mm-hmm. our world has enough babies that die. And I would that none of them die. But 3,000 years ago, infant mortality was not just an occurrence that might happen. It was more likely than not mm-hmm. right. yeah. um, for both mother and, and baby. 
And um, so this is on the, the prophet's mind. When he mm-hmm. sees this future, there's babies will be born. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Babies will be born, but they will not die. Mm-hmm. It's just an amazing thought process. What I, I could wax poetically here for a mm-hmm. moment. You guys speak. It Can goes I, back to in? those uh, the oppressed, and it lifts them up. And I think that's beautiful, too. Children and old people. Mm-hmm. Those are on his mind. Children and old people. Mm-hmm. Kelly well, says they will not toil in vain. And yes, or yesterday, <laughs> in the previous podcast, <laughs> whenever we happen to have recorded that <laughs> yesterday, all my <laughs> troubles seemed so far. Um, away. He talked about uh, the, the phrase was used. Everything I do, my life is vanity. And and here, I, I just jumped out at me that they will not toil in vain. But it doesn't say they won't toil. Right. No, it doesn't. And and so and I if you agree if you agree with me that this is a vision of a heaven or the or the yeah. after now, because mm-hmm. I don't think any of this has happened yet, right? This right. is a promise. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> one thing that we often get our idea around is that in heaven, whatever that's like, there'll be no work. All we'll do is sit around. Uh, maybe um, you praise and worship people always promise that we'll have to sing forever, which I. <laughs> I love the Lord, but that would just... I, I, yeah, I mean, that I, wasn't my take on it, because I, I always heard preachers say it's going to be like one eternal worship service, meaning preaching, singing. And, and as a kid, I was like... Uh, You're not selling uh, it for me. That's <laughs> better than the alternative, but I'm really not going to look forward to that. But your whole life should be worship. Everything you do well, should well, be but worship. But then they say, but so. it, it, then what I always... <laughs> what always gets me is they say, and if that bothers you, your heart's wrong. Right. Yeah. No, right. I love right. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Can I just sit there and let him talk to me for a while, or or we can have? I would rather group. be sweeping the streets of gold than uh, sitting here. Uh, uh, yeah, I, the idea of uh, forced participation in communal singing is <laughs> not. You will like it. You will like it. Uh, that, okay, it's heaven. People are listening to this podcast going, that guy, (laughs) he doesn't love the Lord. But the idea of work, I think we'll have meaningful work. Mm -hmm. I think we'll, we'll, whatever that work, I think there'll be people who teach, they'll be studying, I think they'll be building, Uh, there'll be maybe bridges and aqueducts and waterworks Mm -hmm. and... I don't know what aqueducts with Romans, (laughs) but just, I think there'll be be construction, they'll be exploring. Um, I want to be a farmer. There'll be agricultural what things. What a fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've, I've, uh, I've never been very good at it. I like the idea of having a vineyard and being able to it actually live and produce, <laughs> produce <laughs> fruit. Drink the I'd like to dig in of your dirt vineyard. that's actually you can come dirt over anytime, and not Tony. a rock <laughs> six, uh, half an inch under. I would like to look up at the sky at night with mm-hmm. no light pollution. Oh, that's what oh, I would like yeah, to do. Yeah. Um, but or, or just yeah. study and read. Uh, I'd have to write, play with language, and these are all mm-hmm. things I would. Misty, mm-hmm. what would you like to do? What's your eternal job? I don't know. I don't know. She's it's fun to think about. Snack coordinator. Snacking, eating. <laughs> I think of a you know mound of donuts. Vacation Bible school right leader. Of it. <laughs> I can't oh. picture <laughs> Misty <laughs> without the kids around her. Like, there's no way you can picture Misty without the kids around her. I don't her. know that there'll be VBS in heaven. B- BBS. There is. There will Highly be so sarcastic. much glitter. <laughs> no, no <laughs> glitter in heaven. <laughs> no stickers in heaven either. But glitter and stickers. So there'll be toil. Balloons. I'm I'm a little bit troubled by. It says the young man shall uh, die a hundred years old. 
Um, I'd like no dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But I think he's making a comparison. Uh, this idea that we Jesus tells us about eternal life. Isaiah maybe can't get his mind around mm-hmm. eternal life, but he knows that death will not be, be a part, part of the of scene. Uh, I think that's and more. And this is our comfort. You know, when we have these past few months, it's for me personally that I've suffered a lot of people dying. Um, some good friends of ours, he lost his, his mom, and then eight days later he lost his dad. Mm. And then um, in Coleman, I've got other friends that they just – two ladies I went to school with they lost their dad a couple months ago and then today they lost their mom um one of my best friends you know she lost her daughter last year Mm -hmm. her daughter died and um today's a year for Mm -hmm. that and so just thinking about this reading it it just I got so emotional um and I was glad that I didn't read it because I don't think I would have made it through but to think about that's that's where the people are and that's our hope and that's where we you know that's what we want. That isn't, isn't that the whole picture, you know, of presenting the gospel and having people accept Jesus? And, you know, Isaiah here, he's the messenger and he's the prophet. But it gives me such encouragement, right, to tell people, hey, it's not just about here and now, but it's about there and then. And it's mm-hmm. what's in between is important, too. So I just love how it gives just a picture of a full full circle picture here in that new heaven a new earth and a new jerusalem mm-hmm. that fits so perfectly with the revelation yeah. right mm-hmm. of what john sees mm-hmm. i saw a new heaven mm-hmm. i saw a new mm-hmm. earth revelation um, 21 mm-hmm. just uh, which revelation 21 gives, gives me the same kind of um spine tingles mm-hmm. feels the all the feels but th- this this here this here is almost more of the feels because um not to compare one bible writer with another but i to me it if you haven't figured this out through the podcast yet, I have a high view of Isaiah's mm-hmm. rhetoric. Mm-hmm. His his words and the way he uses mm-hmm. language is amongst the highest. Uh, you're, uh, f- to use your, for behold, I create new heavens and a new earth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just, that's the word of the Lord, mm-hmm. yes, but Isaiah's the one who put it to paper. Yeah. And that's just a beautiful way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Not a renewal, mm-hmm. not a cleaning of house, it's a, cr- a new mm-hmm. creation. And so now you begin piggybacking. If anyone is in Christ, he is a, and she is a mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. creation. The old has passed away. The new, we become citizens of this new heaven, mm-hmm. of this new earth in Christ, which is what you're talking about mm-hmm. earlier, right? This whole idea that I can, I can stake my claim to where my house mm-hmm. is going to be in this new place. Um, <clears throat> and the emphasis upon Jerusalem. Because so much bad happens to Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But here, Jerusalem is going to be a, a wonderful, safe place. Joy. Right? Jerusalem a, to be a joy. <laughs> as opposed <laughs> to <laughs> misery, right? It made me laugh uh, when Johnny was reading it. Uh, it's a joy. Uh, Surprise. Surprise. It's, it's, it's joy. Uh, it's a gladness. <laughs> it's joy. Uh, there'll be no more weeping or cries of distress. Mm-hmm. Now, can you imagine that world? Now, we don't watch TV the way we used to. But can you imagine if you're in this place and you turn on the news at night like we used to back in the old days? Wake up, Fishback. Wake up. <laughs> um, oh, no. I have to draw attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> wake up, oh sleeper, he yawning quietly. He was praying. <laughs> he, he, he'll go back and edit that out. <laughs> um, the um, You turn on the news and, and, and there's like no no murders, no rapes. 
No car crashes. No one yelled in pain. No one yelled in anger today. No politician cheated anyone. No, no, there's no scandal. No army invaded another country today. Uh, in fact, all those that were invading went home. Uh, you know, no that, trucks backed in. No the trucks backed <laughs> into the sidewalk. No busted shins. Th- this is what Isaiah is giving us, mm-hmm. in which there's no bad Beat news. There's swords into pruning mm-hmm. shears, and it, it matches that. So it matches mm-hmm. that very much. Your swords. You've got it. You built your you you beat your swords into plowshares. Plowshares. I was trying to what shares. What what is that it's word? It's plowshares <laughs> and or just plows. Plow plowshares and old. And of course, you you the proper way to spell plow is P L O U G H. <laughs> I am definitely anti P L O W. Plow. It's very troubling. Don't need. Uh, I'm the same way with donut. Donut is D O U G H N U T. It's not donut. Donut. No, I agree with you. Donut, donut, take my donut. Donut. I don't Um, care how you spell it. I just like them. (laughs) (laughs) So the, and it's not, and it's not just the peace like you're talking about. It's peace amongst each other. Exactly, it's harmony and unity, and even with the animals, it's going to be all, all. What animals are mentioned here? So I did hear this scripture taught as wolf and a lamb, as a, uh, um, your dogs will be in heaven. So I don't think that's what it means. It doesn't say dog. It says wolf. I know. Do but you I own a wolf? Maybe. <laughs> yes. But I did hear it. They it come from It taught that way, which I thought was interesting. I well, I think if nothing else, it, it's making the point, you know, Eden had animals. Heaven's mm-hmm. going to have animals. It's not going to mm-hmm. be devoid of animals. Mm-hmm. My peeved has been. I <laughs> 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 wondering what's going on over there. Um He's rocking back I and forth. I He's fetal really have his face is no around. place in my theology for your personal pet to have an existence in the after now. There will be animals, but it will not be Fido from when you were five. Uh, yeah, but it makes a really good video when they have a dog running towards the camera and there's really sappy music playing and said... When y- your first day in heaven, when your dog sees you, and you know that really that really pulls <laughs> at the heartstrings. I believe that is I'm manipulation. Poking, I'm poking the bear. <laughs> yeah, you really are because, and, and I'm not I'm not anti you having a pet and loving your dog. I'm not You're that at 72 all. Seventy two cats. That Just you had because you didn't like poor <laughs> Dobby, rest his hold soul. Hold on, hold on. What? Nobody cared for that dog like I did. <laughs> what, what, what I took am, care of and cared for are two different things. <laughs> what, what I am against is elevating animals to the status of human made in the image of God. Right. And when you put Fido in heaven that way, then you have said that the dog gets to go to heaven like we do. Has a soul. And that Jesus died on the cross. So the you know, dog do, could choose do, Jesus. Do bad hey, dogs? I'm, I'm not. What do I'm bad dogs do? I'm willing to say the cross was powerful enough to do that. <laughs> but I hear what you're saying, and I wonder if, like we do with anything, you have one swing of the pendulum, and so things swing the other way. Because I grew up with pastors that would tell your dog's not going to be there. They don't have a soul. They're just an animal. They're just for works and blah blah, and make people feel horrible that about was loving Jamie their last pet. Thursday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
And then so people the other way are like, well, I'll show you. My dog's going to be there. Isaiah says so. And so I think you have Mm -hmm. a lot of people that are just. It is hard to explain that to kids. That's a hard concept for kids to um, grasp. So. Kids, I'm not. I'm not the sixty-year-old women. <laughs> well, I'm talking about children. Um, it's hard. So the, the the animals, I think, will be there, but they'll be separately created beings. They will not be a reincarnation or a reanimate reanimated version of your your I'm dog. Still holding out hope. Mm. So in, mm-hmm. in Paul's discussion of the resurrection, there's no animal resurrection. How terrifying would that be? <laughs> Pet cemetery. <laughs> it really is. I'm coming up out of the cemetery. I'm. I'm, I'm it's resurrection day, and then and then like all the stray animals of the every whole stray cat world. in the world is right there beside me. I'm like it's Rat. like an Android Lloyd Webber nightmare. <laughs> all these things coming up with me. It's just I, terrible. I so hope Dobby is at the gates waiting for Jamie. <laughs> I don't know if it would be heaven. <laughs> the uh, so so the wolf and the lamb. This is one of those images that gets twisted. What? How does it get twisted? The lion and the, the lamb. lion and the lamb. That's the I- we always say lion and lamb, but the, nowhere in the Bible does it say lion and lamb. It's, it's but they alliterate, so it makes it easier to preach. Well, l- lion's that. next line, right? So you get there's there's three there's four animals mentioned here: the wolf, and the lamb, which are natural adversaries. The wolf is wolf going sheep's clothing. Right, right, exactly. The wolf is the one who's going to come take the sheep. So they're natural adversaries. The lion will eat straw like an ox. Welcome to your vegan kitty cat, <laughs> right? <laughs> that this is what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. So, does that mean it, we, we're going to the eating will occur in this place according to Isaiah, but nothing has to die. Mm-hmm. But we still have serpents. Well, the serpent gets mentioned, and he's going to eat what? Dust. 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 Another one bites dust. the duster. <laughs> <laughs> that song you know. That song you know. That, that one you knew. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> we uh we, we're at a good place here with this information. The lion and the lamb, the wolf, the new heaven, the new earth. Um Isaiah could see it. And it's a fitting it's toward the end of the his book and it's it's just a beautiful, beautiful image that um I actually cling to quite a bit. I, I, this hope mm-hmm. the that at some time the world we put right, and it, it, that's justice. Mm-hmm. Now, do you believe it's going to be another place, or do you believe, like N.T. Wright holds to, like it will be this earth, but this earth will, earth will be a new Jerusalem? I've always leaned more toward a um, a tangible. So I don't know. I don't know how much I would say N.T. N.T. Wright is very persuasive on the subject, uh, and I don't want to argue or debate him. Uh, he very well could be right. I, I think he plays a little too loose, in my opinion, with the definition of heaven. Mm. The Bible does talk a lot about heaven, um, and I think that he pushes it off to the side because he ba- his basic argument is you don't want to go to heaven. Heaven's where you wait. What you want is the the new heavens, the new earth, the new Jerusalem. That's what you want. That's right. that's the after now. It says new heavens, plural, and a new earth. What does that mean? Um, it probably refre- reflects ancient cosmology. 
in which the heavens were multi-sphered. Uh, remember the Apostle Paul talks about going to a third heaven. Because I think a lot of times the word is the heaven is used <laughs> in the Bible a lot of times and the way it's used versus <coughs> when we say when we all get to heaven, this place, are not all, always necessarily interchangeable. I completely concur. And, and the, the Greek word uranos is uh, Uranus, uh, <laughs> is the... Um, sky up there and it doesn't always have a religious connotation to it uh, which is why I think right goes that place he's like he put but I actually believe early Christian teaching and Christian doctrine has really always emphasized that heaven actually is where we want to be but it's not going to be clouds and harps and and I think we've had a hard time putting dirt and grass and trees and lions and I think it'll tigers be tigers and bears. Oh my, to <laughs> it. And I've thought about this. I've preached about this. I think heaven will be just as tangible as this right Why here. Why would it be any less? The difference is there'll be no curse. Yeah. I mean, what? So he talks here about this this place where harmony happens. That that really is his whole thing here. In Revelation, when you have that 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 telling of it, because there's a tree. The, John brings the tree back when he writes Revelation, and for for me, the after now is a return to Eden. Mm-hmm. We we go back to the garden mm-hmm. where we came where from, started yeah. without curse, mm-hmm. without Before sin, yeah. and so now we have because we have eternal life. We have the we've partaken of the tree of good and evil. Then we will be allowed at that time to partake of the tree of life, mm-hmm. and to to by the leaves of that tree, mm-hmm. the nations are healed, mm-hmm. and so. I see it, that kind of a vision for for after. So I think it'll be it'll be temperature and maybe soft rain. Uh, if hold you really, on, hold if, on, if hold on. Really temperature. What? Who's perfect temperature? Mine, which is <laughs> like eighty-five degrees <laughs> in the office. <laughs> you might need a sweater for heaven, Jamie, because you know, some of us like seventy-two. <laughs> Just saying. Oh. Maybe it'll all be a different temperature, but it's you're just at your right temperature. I don't know if that uh, the whole individualized heaven. I have, I'm having <laughs> issues with that one too. The um, so you get your heaven and you get your heaven and you get your heaven and you get your heaven. Maybe and all so of our internal hormones and components will be balanced to where. I sure. I'm not, I don't have a lot of hormones in heaven. Anyway, so the the whole <laughs> so the heavenly hormone. When we all get to heavens, <laughs> our heavens. What a day. <laughs> All the hormones <laughs> that we will have. Um, the youth pastor says no, thank you. So, uh, <laughs> so the, the, I, I don't like the individual heavens. I, I think it'll be a shared experience, but I do think there'll be time for us to still be solitary and alone. I don't think it'll be a shoved-in thing. And I just think the size of the universe, whatever whatever eternal life is, the universe is big now, and it's mm-hmm. getting bigger Uh Perhaps it's going to take eternal life to explore it, to inhabit it. Wow, I don't know what travel looks like, but that sounds really exciting to me. I'm excited about maybe, mountains. Maybe, maybe that's why mm-hmm. the universe is so big, is because it's all in preparation for heaven. Um, but that's that's my thought processes. Um, how about we move on to one more? Those were the two big ones. Um, Anyone else got, got one? Uh, Isaiah 5, the vineyard of the Lord. Um, 
the uh, heavenly highway in Isaiah 35 where the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. You want to pick one? Fishbeck? I picked one, one when you we started. One. I opened this. He so did. Somebody else. Kelly? Mis- Misty and I were the ones kind of pushing the heaven train. Um, I like all of them, so. Yeah, it's it's apparent it. no matter what we pick, we can talk for 30 minutes on it. So <laughs> just grab one and we'll go with the it. The goal is not to fill dead air, though. <laughs> well, no, I, I'm just I, saying, I don't think I don't think that any of these are going to. I don't know how much time on the other on your other podcast because I have not heard them yet that um, y'all spent on Isaiah's commission, but that one really touched my heart. Isaiah six. We spent two podcasts on that. Okay, then let's <laughs> skip that one. Um, uh, that uh, literally is almost two hours. Part right. part one and part two. And then y'all right, came back Isaiah and did a prequel. 30, so Isaiah thirty five. We, we did do a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Misty and I were like, but wait, there's, there's more. more. Okay. One more okay. thing. So let's let's yeah, that one. So thirty five, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. The the highway, the heavenly highway. All I can think of is the heavenly highways hymnal. <laughs> well, it kind of came from this, right? So Probably. you get the the. I'll read 35. Let me see if I can hold the Bible up. It's a it's a challenge. It's it really is hard. Um, the wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossoms like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make the firm, the feeble knees. Say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. For waters break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. In the haunt of jackals, where they lie down, The grass shall become reeds and rushes, and a highway shall be there, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The clean shall not pass over it. It shall belong to those who walk on the way. Even if they are fools, they shall not go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come upon it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy. And sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Um, So much good stuff here. Mm -hmm. I... We could piggyback this on the discussion about heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not certain that's where this belongs. I think this is mostly about the return from exile. Mm-hmm. The, all the language about the, the highway in the desert coming back from uh, Persia, mm-hmm. uh, coming back through home. Um, the idea of the, 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 the hot sand's going to be, be a pool. 
those of us right here, we're in the middle of a, a great drought. This sounds like a dream world right yeah, now. Right. Uh, as everything around us is brown, this idea that it's going to rain, it's going to be beautiful. Um, and the just the desert shall rejoice. I mean, just the play on words there. Mm-hmm. You see a dr- mm-hmm. yeah, just a dry ground, hot to touch, but then rejoicing. I love that. It makes you wonder if Isaiah had not seen that mm-hmm. with his eyes. Where I've not ever experienced it firsthand, but I've seen video of the of the dry desert, and then a rain burst comes, mm-hmm. and it fills up with water. And now, like in, in a day or two, because it's it's just been waiting. It turns green, green. Yeah. and flowers mm-hmm. blossom. That's the rejoicing of the yeah. desert, mm-hmm. right? Um, when you get all that, that joy going on, the color mm-hmm. and the vibrancy of it and the life. My favorite part, Fishbeck. My favorite part. I, I, I even had to laugh when I read it. Um, Is it? The oh, Fools. Ahead. Oh. Even. Oh, let's see. Let me get that. Uh, Verse 8, even Mm -hmm. if they are fools, they shall not go astray. This road is going to be so clearly marked. Even if you're a fool and an idiot who don't know how to get from point A to point B, you can't get lost on this road. A fool will not get lost here. That's That's, saying a lot. That's saying a lot, right? Um, You don't need a GPS for this highway. You can be a complete moron. Bumper cars, bumper road, just... (laughs) It's clearly marked, this road, <laughs> road in the desert. Uh, the imagery of, of, of spirituality is often of refreshment in the mm-hmm. desert, water where there is a, a, no water. I, think I have a book on my bookshelf called Streams in the Desert, and I'm trying to remember. I think it has to do with grief. I'm not sure, but I feel like it was like one of those real popular books at some time mm-hmm. that some lady wrote after your husband died or I don't know it's something I'm just I having a moment here where it feels I'm like maybe you're making all that up it's possible <laughs> <laughs> um, I do remember several albums have been called streams in the desert Christian music hymns rearranged Kenny it's Rogers and Dolly Parton that's <laughs> islands, islands in the stream, stream. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> now my favorite part yeah. is Steady knees that will not give mm-hmm. way. <laughs> yeah. There's John's torn meniscus. Yeah. Well, that Poor John. That one spoke to me, too. <laughs> <laughs> so how's your knee doing? It's fine. Yeah. Knees no good. knee it's, replacement it's bi- surgeries. It's, bi- it's bionic. <laughs> I have a bionic knee. I like this because it encompasses so much. Like, it talks about the anxious, but then the the physical ailments. Um, I loved the part where it says, say to those who are feel, have a, uh, who are. Yeah, what are they saying? Mm -hmm. Say to those who are of a fearful heart, be strong, do not fear. So it's talking about just your heart, but just all of it, your, your, your emotions, your physical, like all of it. Yeah, the the blind will see, the deaf will hear, Mm -hmm. the lame will leap like a deer. Hey, that Mm -hmm. rhymes. Um, the mute <laughs> will shout for joy, which again sounds like the things that Jesus talked about. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, the flow is again poetic, beautiful. I also remind you, enigmatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the the last verse and the ransomed uh, of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. You know, I know what Zion is. That's that's Jerusalem. Right. But because he doesn't use Jerusalem, Zion is wh- where God's presence is, the city of God. 
Where are they coming? Where are they going? Who's the ransom of the Lord? Who's been ransomed from whom? Mm-hmm. Again, I can go back. This is the ransomed exiles coming back into the mm-hmm. promised land. That's not our story. Mm-hmm. My story is I've been ransomed uh, by the blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. In some way, my sin has been covered, and I wanna, I'm going to approach the Lord that way in, in his holy place. So it's really just, again, enigmatic. The mm-hmm. crocus yeah. I don't care about a crocus, but I do want things to bloom, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. <laughs> and it says abundantly. It shall mm-hmm. bloom abundantly. Mm-hmm. And isn't that what his word says? He give, I mean, he always gives us more than enough. But there's a lot of greatly and burst, mm-hmm. and it's just a lot of big, massive, mm-hmm. descriptive words. Mm-hmm. Vibrant. Yep. Vibrant descriptions. Greatly mm-hmm. and burst. <laughs> I like that. Greatly burst. It's a beautiful language. Isaiah mm-hmm. is full of all. We did not get to everything. We would have to spend like forever and a day on it because it's so rich it's so and vibrant. It is. It's, good. it's greatly bursting mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> from start to finish with crocus. We are so glad that you've listened to maybe maybe this is the only one you've listened to. Uh, we'd like you to listen to all of them. I believe there's a total of nine different uh, podcast options we've got in this season. We've got s- in this season. Uh, there's uh, seven of these. But the first episode was two parts, so that makes it eight. And then we have the bonus episode about Uzziah and his um, unfortunate demise. Uh, we would like for you to listen to these. We'd like any comments you have. We'd like the, if they're positive comments, we want to hear those. If it's constructive criticism, we'd like to hear those. If you're just nasty, you keep that to yourself. Right. Uh, <laughs> Daryl. If you do enjoy what I want to podca- say. If you do enjoy the podcast, or maybe you just found this this season, I think we have seven or eight. Uh, there's been several uh, seasons of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is seven. Is this seven? Um, enjoy those. Share them with your friends. Talk them up. Uh, have a good time with it. Kelly, thanks for sitting yeah, in with us today. Thank Kelly. you for having me. This um, was fun. It's always fun. Podcasting is fun. It is fun. Um, so we look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, have a great um, time listening to these. Have a great fall. Unless uh, you find this in the year 2034 and <laughs> it's summer. I don't know. Um, that's always a possibility. <laughs> 2034 was specifically random. It was very <laughs> random. Um So I hope you have a great time. Uh, We are from Fellowship Baptist Church in Marble Falls. We would love to hear from you, see you, visit with you, um, uh, share share a word of encouragement with you if we can. Love you very much. Be nice. Be good to your neighbors. See ya. See you soon. Peace out. Thanks so much for listening to Under the Water Tower, a podcast dedicated to honest discussion of the Bible. To donate to this ministry, just go to fmf.life slash give. That's fmf.life slash give. Just a reminder to subscribe to Under the Water Tower on Apple Podcast and Spotify. That way you'll never miss an episode. Help us to spread the word about our podcast by talking about it and sharing it on your social media. Thanks again for joining us. On behalf of Under the Water Tower, I'm Kelly Trepane.